This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. How about this? A uh, guy has been arrested in Japan for uh, flying a drone under the influence. He basically got a DUI with a drone. Like he's not in the drone. He's piloting the drone with a remote control. He was piloting a drone from the ground. Uh, but he spent the morning crushing beers, and then he decided to get his drone out, and then he crashed it into a neighbor's window. I don't know what the punishment is, I, and I don't know if this is something you can be charged with in Canada, but I'd assume you could get charged with something if you smash a drone through a neighbor's window. It's just a question whether or not you're getting a DUI for doing it. Yeah, it's breaking and entering, maybe. I mean, if you throw a baseball drunk through a window... You, <laughs> you don't get charged yeah, for being drunk. Yeah, what's the difference? <laughs> I well, drones are dangerous. Yeah, you get you get one of those serious drones into a crowd of people. You could do some damage if you're flying in restricted airspace while with a drone while you're drunk. Sure, but there's already laws aside from when you're drunk. There's already laws against flying drones in public spaces. There's bylaws. Hey, we've talked about this before, Jim. You can get a DUI in a canoe. I know, but you're, that's a vehicle. It's uh-huh. still a vehicle. A drone is not a vehicle. Like, yeah. if you were driving a remote control car and you smash into your neighbor's lawn gnome, like, <laughs> you get a DUI for like, that? What? That would be crazy. And you got a DUI on your record? Well, all I'm saying is if you're in Japan, <laughs> think twice. Think twice before you, you drink and drone. Imagine the nerves flowing through Jeff Bezos right now. We're, uh, we're possibly under an hour from launch of his rocket, his Blue Origin rocket, into space. Mm-hmm. He's going up there. His brother, Mark Bezos, is going with him. Aerospace, aerospace pioneer Wally Funk is headed up there. She will become uh, the oldest person ever to be in space at age 82. Wally Funk, what a great... That's the best astronaut name since Sally Ride. That's good. Wally, Wally Funk. Funk. It's a woman, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she gets to go up there and I get it. You're 82. You, you're an aerospace engineer. 100%. I understand her rationale, but the other passenger is an 18 year old son of a Dutch private equity firm whose father bought him a seat on the rocket. Hmm. 18 years old, whole life ahead of him. Do you really want to go on the first rocket up? (laughs) Maybe maybe that's the dad's seat he should have taken. But I don't even think an 18-year-old could appreciate it. You know, it's like when you take your 18-year-old to, like, a really nice restaurant. <laughs> They'd rather have McDonald's. <laughs> I wonder how much he paid for the flight. We we know that there was a um, an auction going on to get onto this rocket. But the person who won the auction for $28 million said they had scheduling conflicts and they would have to go on a later flight. So maybe they they got some cold feet going, right? Where are you going? The center of the earth? What other plan could be more important? Oh, I got a big meeting today at work. <laughs> <laughs> what excuse would you have to come up with to not go on the rocket that you paid $28 million yeah. to go on? Like, what if something goes wrong? There's a chance something could go wrong and Jeff Bezos dies. Mm trying to go up into outer space today. If something goes wrong, I refuse to believe he's dead. I'm sorry. I just there's so <laughs> many questions here. Like honestly, the best thing to do is publicly blow up your plane and then go live on an island for the rest of your lives with your 100 billions of dollars and your brother. Yeah. 
And old Wally Funk. <laughs> Wally Funk <laughs> right out her days. Jim, you've got a question for our listeners. Yeah. Are 95% of guys walking around with their gut sucked in? Because I noticed that I've been doing that a lot lately. And I'm wondering if I'm the only one. Are you? Am I sucking my gut in? Like when you're just walking right around. Now? I'll tell you what happened. I was walking by, I, the other day I was walking, or about a month ago, I was walking by a car and uh, I looked over and I was like, oh my God, I look pregnant. And then I was like, oh, that must be a car because you're kind of squished down. Like you know, a when the reflection, mirror, yeah. It's not quite right. But then like, and then I went by a mirror that was in front of a store and I was like, nope. oh my God, Confirmed. when I'm not sucking in. I legit, you caught a glimpse of your side profile. Yeah, and I'm like skinny fat. So like it just accentuates everything. So for the last month or so, anytime I stand up or go anywhere around the grocery store, I'm like constantly f- sucking in my abs and I'm, I'm tired of it. Well, exercise. Neat right. <laughs> I'm tired of that too. I uh, saw a picture that my wife took on the weekend, me playing with the kids. Uh-huh. Exact same thing. I was like, holy cow, look at that barrel. Yeah. Like, but if, if you, I was looking at you, Taz, like you don't, you're like a tall guy, you look kind of skinny, but it's that side profile when you're not paying attention. Do you, you sometimes catch me from the side and think, holy cow, look at the gut on Taz? Well, I'm not going to say it on the radio, <laughs> but I think it. No, I think it's it's not just you or me. It's like, it's, it's always, a lot of people. It, you're always your own worst critic. Yeah, Like, yeah. you're going to think, because you notice the difference. I don't notice any difference in, in you in terms of your midsection. Yeah, but it's like, I like, I wear a medium shirt a lot. But I'm going to have right. to upgrade to a large. Yeah. My shoulders are going to sag, but my gut will fit in there nicely. Uh-huh. It's all, it's, honestly, it's all the Uber Eats, and like I've just been eating like garbage for a year and a half. Oh, I've got a number of shirts. I don't know why I still have them, because I've, they've been hanging out in my drawers for about two years unworn, because I can't, uh, can't quite squeeze into them. Those are your goal shirts. Yeah, yeah get back <laughs> like to them. I think they're going to be my son's shirts in a couple of years. <laughs> You know, you can keep dreaming though, right? Yeah, but you know, you can, it does work though. You suck in the gut. It, it does work temporarily. Well, then keep sucking it in, I buddy. I guess so, temporarily. So your, your question is, are other people doing the same thing or is this just you? Just when you stand, are, yeah, maybe people are owning it more, but like, I just feel like I'm ashamed of my body. So I've just been sucking, sucking in my gut for at least a month. Jim is wondering if he's the only person who's been walking around for the past couple months sucking his gut in i should have been sucking it in for a year i think i just noticed it i caught it in reflection and how out of control it got <laughs> so i've just been like flexing you're in your 30s now i told you remember when your 20s were wrapping up i'm like jim you just wait you're gonna have to start working harder uh-huh. to stay in shape and you're like yeah whatever taz oh you don't know what you're talking you old man you don't know what you're talking it's like i, I was there sure is like anytime i'd be mowing on wings or something like that taz would be like enjoy it now yeah <laughs> I know, mm-hmm. I know. Um, we're getting text messages here from a lot of uh, guys, especially, saying you're not alone, Jim. Yeah, we got some good advice here. First off, I'm worried about the beer gut and you know the calories that uh, the beers are offering me. Michelob Ultra, Jimmy, that's a game changer. Mm. May have to. Uh, get Under Armour compression shirts to wear under your shirts. No need to suck the gut in. Yeah. It's like Spanx for men. Well, that's Gary sent a text message. He said you guys should start wearing Spanx <laughs> or a garter belt, right? The garter belt? Doesn't that just hold up your stockings? No, what's it, what's it called? Not a garter a belt. A bustier. 
A bustier. Where <laughs> <laughs> you tie up the thing at the back. Look at the size of Jim's pecs. <laughs> Ooh, his waist to pecs ratio is out of this world. Yeah, there is a lot of beers you can you can get the low carb now. Yeah. A Miller Lite is surprisingly low carb. That's yeah, the one that's I always a, a good one too. I always stock up on. Hey Jim, I've heard sucking in your gut is actually actually flexes your abdomen muscles. Which so in like turn, you're working out. yeah, is building your ads. Ads. So keep up the good work, bud. This is, I'm like permanently planking all day. We've got a call here. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Are you sucking in your gut right now? It's so funny that you say that. I'm driving a truck right now, but I saw a video of myself with our grandkids last weekend and thought the exact same thing that you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, and and I said to my wife when I saw the picture she took, I'm like, why didn't you tell me it had gotten this bad? <laughs> I said the same thing. You don't notice it when you're looking at yourself, you know, in a mirror or something after you get out of the shower. But when you see it in a video or in a picture, yeah. it's ridiculous. Head on, it's not too bad. It's the side view that gets you. Yes, and I can wear oversized because I have, I'm a fairly big guy. I have broad shoulders. So like Jim talked about, I can have a, it can drape, but it's still, the gut is still there, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. 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 I think I'm gonna move into my uh, open, buttoned-up Hawaiian shirt phase. You know, <laughs> yeah, just kind of, just, just yeah. completely yeah, embrace everything. it. Have the yeah. Hawaiian shirt open, the the barrel sticking out from in between. <laughs> kind of frame it nicely, you know. Yes, exactly. Own it. Here's a scary moment. This video's gone viral. It's a student pilot pilot flying a Cessna plane. So a, a little small plane. These are very common for people who are learning how to fly to train on these things. The guy loses engine power well in the air. And we've got the video with the audio of him communicating with the tower, talking about his situation. Listen to how intense this gets. I'm losing my engine. I'm sputtering in and out and losing power. I've pulled carb heat. Everything else is in the green. Looks like my oil pressure has dropped. All right, well, you can proceed direct to the runway uh, 117 Tango this year, clear to land, and um, I'm ready for you. Okay, uh, it's coming back, and I'm losing it, and I'm over a residential area. I don't have a lot of places here. I have lost full engine power. I have no engine. Uh, Roger, no engine. Uh, we got guys coming to you. I got uh, Charlotte notified, and they're coming to you, 117 Tango here. Roger, I'm uh, looking for a field here. I'm going to try to drop in. Roger that. I'm uh, going to attempt a landing in a field right now. 117 Tango's here, Roger. I notified Charlotte. They got people sending uh, as soon as they can to you. I have touched down. Holy Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I'd have the same reaction. Yeah. Holy <laughs> Pretty smooth landing, though, in that field, all things considered. Yeah. I think they added the music in afterwards. <laughs> that wasn't on the soundtrack. Because otherwise, like you're, you're making a stressful situation even more stressful if you're listening to that in your headpiece Yeah. while you're trying to land with no engine. I didn't know a student pilot could be in a plane by themselves. Like, what part of that is a student? Like if you're still learning, well, is it you, just because it's daylight? or You have to do your solo flights, right? Uh, to get your pilot's license, you have to, you have to fly solo. Sure, but you can't have a guy sitting in the back. You well, know, like then that's not solo. I know, but like, as long as he doesn't touch any buttons. You know, uh, one of my good friends is a pilot, 
And when he was training, you, you also have to fly for a certain length of time. I was living in Kingston. <laughs> this is crazy now that I think about it. And he was, we were in our 20s. And he had to fly, a, one of his flights, you have to go, you have to land, you have to refuel, and you have to fly further and then turn around and fly back. You have to go a certain distance, right? So he's like, hey, why don't I refuel in Kingston and I'll pick you up? I was like, all right. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, so he landed, picked me up. We went flying. The two of us just up there laughing to ourselves about how crazy it is that we're in an airplane together <laughs> with no one else in there. It is wild, eh? Well, you got to do it for the first time. At some point, you have to fly by yourself, right? Yeah, I guess so. I just never pictured the solo flight literally by yourself like i always thought you know there'd be a guy i guess you have a guy on your in your headphones or whatever but like yeah why not have a guy in the back who's been there for a while it's like my son learning to ride his bike eventually you gotta let go and let him do it himself yeah but i wouldn't call him a student at that point I mean, you know like, <laughs> like you keep the training wheels just push him down a hill and walk away opening ceremonies of the of the tokyo games coming up on friday and boy it's turning into quite the gong show, huh? Yeah, every day there's more restrictions or, you know, something to take the wind out of their sails. 60 COVID cases con- currently connected to the games. Uh, the latest include two American athletes, a gymnast and a women's basketball star have tested positive. Toyota is a major sponsor of the Summer Games, but they've decided to pull out all of their commercials Jeez. from Olympic programming in Japan because their CEO and other executives will not attend the opening ceremony, and apparently the games are very unpopular in Japan. People are speculating Toyota is worried about their reputation will take a hit because they're associated with the games, and Mm. if things go sideways, you see Toyota, you see Olympics, not a good association game there. Yeah, you could imagine how many Canadians would be complaining and upset if the Olympics were taking place in Vancouver this year or something can only imagine how many people are angry in Japan. And this is kind of fun. This story is a little more lighthearted. Uh, are the Olympic, uh, is the Olympic Committee giving cardboard beds to athletes to prevent them from sleeping with each other? Did you see this? <laughs> yeah, this is the stupidest thing ever. There is a, a rumor that they have been giving beds that will only support one person. So if two people get on there, they'll collapse. <laughs> And and they won't be able to have sex because you couldn't have a, sex on a bed that's already collapsed, right? Yeah, you can't have sex on a cardboard on floors. <laughs> These are the fittest people in the world. Yeah they, could, yeah, they could stand up. They could do it in the shower. There's a million different ways. Cirque du Soleil style, <laughs> upside down, backwards. Yeah, sure. You 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 take your uh, long pole, you go and you do the thing over the bed, and then you land on the other side. You do like a pole vault land. Oh, you're mm-hmm. you're talking about the long pole from yeah. pole vault. Yeah. Just saying. No, no bed needed. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, And we'll keep talking.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.